Blog Talk Radio. Willows LIVE presents our live on-air call-in show. We're opening up the phone lines to our listeners for live on-air readings. Do you have a concern or is there a situation you'd like guidance with? Get your question ready and join us by calling 1-646-716-5510 or by using the Skype button on the Firefly Willows LIVE show page at Blog Talk Radio after the show begins broadcasting. We're excited. Give us a listen. Firefly Willows L-I-V-E, helping you find and shine your inner light. Thank you for listening and joining us today. My name is Heisey Lutmers, and I will be your host for today. This is our monthly Firefly Willows L-I-V-E call-in show where you have the chance to call in and receive a reading live on the air. I'm not sure how many people will have calling in today. I think that we're probably competing with a World Series uh, baseball game, uh, so I think that that may uh have the attention of many people um so I, just a little housekeeping uh one i will let you know that you can always find out more information about all of the programs that firefly willows live has to offer by either visiting our website at fireflywillows.com/live or on our facebook page at facebook.com/fireflywillows And I'm excited to announce that we have a a new show that is going to be starting shortly that was uh, recently just announced, I guess you could say. And, sorry, it's going to be called Two Owls Having a Hoot. Now, isn't that a name? Uh, This is going to be a show that is co-hosted by Mildred Lynn McDonald, who hosts a show the first Sundays of each month called Healing Conversations. And she is going to be hosting that with Kathleen McNeil uh, from Canada. Um, I don't have a lot of information about exactly what the show is going to be about, but it is going to be uh, debuting in January. So you will want to make sure that you either check out our Facebook page or you can subscribe to our newsletter uh, to get information about that and see when that is going to be coming out. Uh, You can always find me uh, at tarotbyhighsea.net 
Um, there's a little bit of information about me there. I also post my card of the day as well as my contact information if you are interested in setting up a session with me on a private basis, whether in person or by FaceTime or Skype or phone. Um, you can also find out information about the other shows that I have here on Firefly Willows, L-I-V-E. The second Sundays of each month, I host a show called Revolution. And the second Tuesdays of each month, I host a show called The Amethyst Oracle, Divination with a Queer Twist, which I actually co-host with Charlie Harrington. Um, both of those, the easiest way to find out about them is on Facebook. You can go to facebook.com slash revolution with high C or facebook.com slash the amethyst oracle where you can find information about those shows as well as be kept up on when they're airing and what our guests and topics and things are as well as to enter into conversation with ourselves as well as other people um, who are listening to the show about what you hear, what you have to share, etc. Uh, all of the shows on Firefly Willows L-I-V-E are archived, so you can always listen to them after they have aired live. You can do so here on uh, Blog Talk Radio. Just go to blogtalkradio.com slash Firefly Willows Live, and all of the shows are archived there. You can also find them on iTunes. Just do a quick search for Firefly Willows Live, and all of the shows are archived there as podcasts that you can listen to, download, or subscribe to if you want to just get them automatically whenever a new show airs. Uh, and they're usually available within an hour or so after they have finished airing live. So today you have the chance, if you would like to call in, uh, you can either Skype from the show page or you can call 646-716-5510 and that will get you into the queue in order to be able to receive a reading. Um, you can ask about anything that your heart desires, whatever you're feeling you need information or guidance around, you're certainly well, welcome to ask about. So uh, the first thing that I wanted to just mention was the card that came up for today. So um, every morning I send out an email newsletter that has both some astrological information about the day as well as a card that I have pulled for the day. And the one that came up for today, Sunday, is the Ace of Swords. Now, I will mention, regardless of the fact that it came up for this particular day on the calendar, it's my belief and the belief of many other readers and practitioners of various modalities, when you hear a message it's always the right time for you to hear it. So it doesn't matter if you are hearing it on that day or not. Similarly, if you are hearing a reading for somebody else, there's always something in that reading for anyone who is hearing it as well, regardless of when they hear it, because my belief is we're hearing it when we need to hear it, whether it's at that moment or three years from then. So if you are listening to this live, this is the card for the day and you are needed to hear something about this today. If you're listening to this at some point in the future, you're also needing to hear what this card has to say because there's something about that message that perhaps is needed or applicable for you at that particular moment in your life. So the Ace of Swords shows us that it's a day. Now, it's interesting that it came up today because from a calendar perspective, Yesterday, October 25th, was the end of Mercury retrograde, which oftentimes can create some confusions. It can 
play with our mental circuitry a little bit and cause things to not be firing quite as efficiently as possible. Um, but it also tends to be a period when we are perhaps looking backward in some ways because we're reassessing or reevaluating something. We may be relearning something um, or we're needing to revisit something from the past in order to figure out why it didn't work or what we need to be doing differently or that kind of thing. So the fact that we have just finished that period and are now in the first day of basically Mercury being direct, Ace of Swords comes up, which it kind of says onward and forward. Swords is the suit of the mind, of the intellect, of thinking, of communication. Uh, so it has a lot to do with this idea that now is the time to stop looking backward and to start looking and planning forward and for the future. So we're taking what we have learned or realized perhaps as a part of that reassessment or reevaluation process during Mercury retrograde, and we are starting to look forward as to how do I apply that? How do I use what I have learned, understood, figured out in order to start planning ahead and thinking about future plans and how to go about making those happen, how to go about executing them? Uh, because the Ace of Swords is a card of awareness or consciousness. So there's a sense that today we are becoming more aware, more awake, more conscious of who we are, what we need, what's going on. Uh, it's a sense that we may be coming to a greater awareness of cutting through the illusions, the excuses, the justifications, either that we had been making and living in for ourselves, or we have become more aware of the truth or the reality of things that perhaps had been misconstrued or misrepresented for us so that we can now start seeing things more clearly, thinking more clearly about how to actually handle a situation, move forward on something or start to plan for something based on new information that has come to light or the reality and the more true information that has become available to us. So really pay attention to that, especially today, both information that you may be receiving or have just received, but also how to now start acting on or working with that information because it's information, news, or insight that is more clear and has helped us to become more aware so that we can move forward or plan more accordingly. Um, Ace of Swords is about cutting through the clouds of illusion and misperception. It asks us to be honest and forthright to get to the point. So today is not a day to beat around the bush about things, but instead to be very direct and honest and forthright um, to... In some ways, the Ace of Swords says, you know, we we need to either say things or move forward on things or take actions that may not be easy, may not be in agreement with what everyone wants or thinks. Um, there may be some pain involved in some way, um, and that could just be difficulty. It could just be that it's uncomfortable, but it could also just be a painful decision or action that needs to be taken. And it's now time to do that, to let our head 
lead us forward so that our hearts, so that our emotions don't get in the way of seeing the truth, acting in a way that is necessary. And swords are used to cut things away. So there may be things that need to be pared down, that need to be cut back, or that need to be completely severed and cut away from ourselves, from our lives, in order to open the way for us to move forward, to free us from the things that are tying us down or tying us to the past in, and, and are not conducive to us being able to envision and act in a way that is about forward growth and progress, uh, but instead is either pulling us backwards or keeps us stuck in place. It's time for us to let go of our own excuses and justifications for doing or not doing things, for saying or not saying things, for acting or not acting on things. Um, it's it's time to come up with a plan. It's time to start executing it. It's time to get start getting serious, start getting focused, start getting disciplined. Um, the The time for play is perhaps past, and it's now time for us to buckle down and get a little more serious and focused on what we're going to do, how we're going to do it. Um, and, you know, there, one, one thing is the Ace of Swords represents this idea of coming back to that core place of wisdom and recognizing wisdom. Now, wisdom in the mind is not about just information. It's not just about knowledge of something. Wisdom is also about how to interpret that information or knowledge. It's about how to properly act on that information or knowledge. It's it's letting go of the idea that there is negative thinking and positive thinking in a sense versus wisdom is about right thinking. It's not necessarily about positive thinking or negative thinking. Um, there was an article that I referenced in the daily newsletter from the New York Times that was about kind of the myth of positive thinking and the idea that, you know, positive thinking, we just start to create another story for ourselves to either believe in or, or try to follow rather than, again, just looking at things as they are and working with them that way. And the Ace of Swords comes up today to say it's now time for us to be willing to look at things as they are, to not create a story or a narrative around them, but to simply see them and then work with them or act accordingly. Sometimes Ace of Swords says we need to work on our boundaries and that it's time for us to establish more clear and more rigid, perhaps in some ways, boundaries um, so that we are operating within a parameter that has been set by us and that we are not wavering and being wishy-washy with what that parameter is that we have set for ourselves. Um, it's being able to see a person, being able to see a situation, being able to see a thing and say, that is not good for me, that is not healthy for me, and I need to have this boundary and to not make excuses or justifications for them and then ever so slowly let them creep back in. Um, this is the the time for having the, the wisdom to see why it's necessary for that to be the way it is, 
rather than creating a narrative like positive thinking would say, well, but maybe if I give them the benefit of the doubt, they will be better. Maybe if I wait a little longer, that will change. This is not wisdom. Uh, this is more of us creating that illusion. You know, Ace of Swords is about moving not only beyond illusion, but beyond denial uh, and beyond avoidance because we can want to avoid seeing the truth of something. We can avoid wanting to deal with the reality of something. Um, we can live in denial of the truth about a person or a situation uh, because we can create all sorts of clouds for ourselves around that. And Ace of Swords is saying it's time for the clouds to part. It's time for us to see beyond those clouds of illusion and come to a greater place of awareness and consciousness and realization. Sometimes that may mean also having to look at ourselves and see that, you know, looking at ourselves in a very true and honest way so that we can begin working from there rather than illusions or denial that we create about ourselves. Uh, but it also can apply to things outside of us. Um, and there is a sense with the Ace of Swords, which I think is very appropriate for this time of year, is that it's about piercing the veil. And it's not so much about trying to be, you know, the ultimate skeptic or prove that something doesn't exist that is considered more beyond the realms of what it is that we can see with our physical eyes. It's more to say that 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 the veil of separateness, now here we could look in the big scheme of things, but also that sense that people have of separateness just between ourselves and other people in the world, or ourselves and the plants and the earth around us, ourselves and the things around us. It's time for us to be willing to pierce through that veil and to see that there is no separateness and to become more aware of the interconnection and interdependence of all things, both seen and unseen. And Ace of Swords is about knowing how to straddle that line without getting lost on one side or the other of it. So some people, I think, get a little too lost in that realm of everything has to be logical and scientific and rational. And these are like the ultimate skeptics. And, you know, there's nothing uh, supernatural. There's nothing metaphysical. There's nothing beyond the physical world. And if you can't touch it, if you can't see it, if you can't smell it or taste it, it's not real. Some people get lost there. Some people get lost on that other side of the veil where everything is about, you know, this cosmic thing. And what Ace of Swords is saying is we're not denying that aspect of things, but we can't just live there all of the time because Ace of Swords says, how do I take that and make it a living, breathing, embodied thing in myself and on this plane of existence by having an interaction with it and almost being like a channel for it. Think of like the Ace of Swords as a um, electricity conductor. So it's kind of like, how can I be the, the lightning rod or the conductor for that energy that is unseen and in those other realms to come through and to this physical seen world around me so that both of them 
can work with and inform the other. Uh, they each have something to offer because there is a certain balance that takes place by them interacting with and operating within each other rather than always living in separateness. Uh, so this is also a day where we may become very aware of that uh, that let us say that 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 rip in the veil that allows us to see and have access to things that previously may have felt or seemed unattainable or unreachable uh, or inaccessible in some way. So pay attention to when those feelings come. Pay attention to when you have those insights. Pay attention if you see something move in the corner of the room, out of the corner of your eye, but you, but your brain says there's nothing there. This would say there actually is. So maybe sit with it and see what it is that you maybe can connect with. Trust that instinct uh, in that moment um, because there is little separation and it's it's thinning all of the time, but there's little separation between this world and the other realms. And this is a day where we probably are going to be keenly aware of that and we are going to see things or know things that make us very, very aware and conscious of that. And we want to honor that, acknowledge that, and work with that, interact with that, have a conversation with that, rather than fearing it, denying it, talking ourselves out of it, um, or avoiding it because it's making itself aware in whatever way because there is a need for interaction and there is something that it has to offer as well as something perhaps that we have to offer that other side if we are willing to take on that role and accept that it is there rather than talking ourselves out of it and then actively engage in communication with it. Swords is about communication, so Ace of Swords, this is a really good day for communication with the other side. You know, so whether it's your own work with ancestors or the spirit realms and spirit guides or deities or angels or whatever it is that you work with or going to see somebody who can act as a facilitator for that kind of communication. Uh, this is a really, really good day to be engaging in that. So I would encourage you to, in whatever form, whatever way that is for you, to really make that a priority, make that something very particular that you do today because something very important, relevant, insightful um, can come about as a result of that. So that's a little bit about the card for today, the Ace of Swords. Uh, I would encourage you to take a, a few moments to just ponder what that might mean for you. Um, pay attention to perhaps what arises in you or what gets triggered in you when you hear me talking about one or more of the aspects of that. Um, feel where it sits in your body because that will also give you a sense of where it might be speaking to or what it might be appropriate for in some way. Um, but honor that, sit with that, uh, and just give yourself a moment to think about that and, and meditate on that um, as to what it may have to be saying to you today. So I think we'll take a, a little break. And when we come back, um, I will, unless there are some people that have called in to receive a reading, um, I'm going to go ahead and pull a card for the week 
to see what it is that we can do perhaps to best work with and act on what that Ace of Swords is offering us today as a setup for the coming week. So stay tuned and we will be right back. Firefly Willows LIVE hosts on Firefly Willows LIVE. Find out more at fireflywillows.com. 
Enjoy the show. And welcome back. My name is Heisey Lutmers, and I am your host today for the call-in show, where you have a chance to call in and receive a reading live on the air during the show. And if you'd like to do so, you can Skype in from the show page, or you can call 646-716-5510. Now, something that's very exciting that is happening right now is that Mars has moved into Capricorn, which I realize probably means very little to most of you, but in astrological speak, that is what we would say. It just means that that planet is now positioned in that constellation in the sky. But what happens is that when this is Mars is what's called exalted in Capricorn, which means they really get along well. This is a favored placement for Mars in the sign of Capricorn. Um, One thing that that would tell us is that if you are a Capricorn, whether, well, whether Capricorn, if you have significant placement of planets in Capricorn, uh, Mars is going to fire you up. So one thing you'd want to look at in your chart is see what house your Capricorn is in. If you looked at your natal chart, that will probably tell you because Mars will be in that house because it's in Capricorn. That would tell you what area of your life is going to be particularly fired up and um, uh, energized. Uh, in the the coming next few weeks especially. Uh, Mars will be in Capricorn, I think, through around December 4th, so roughly for the next month, a little over a month, um, that particular area of your life would be um, fired up and energized. Uh, You may also feel that if you are Capricorn, uh, whether sun sign, moon sign, rising sign, um, because that also will probably particularly impact or affect you, and you may feel a, a certain jolt of energy. Uh, you may be feeling particularly motivated, excited, ambitious. Um, if if you if you're a Capricorn Sun sign, then you're probably going to feel a bit more energized, motivated, and excited about what you want. Uh, if it's your rising sign, then you're probably going to feel energized, motivated, and excited about going out and making it happen, going after what you want. Um, going after things in the world. Uh, You may also have a chance, especially if it's your rising sign, you may really be on fire in the eyes of the world and you may really shine and you could really take advantage of making an impression, of getting people on your side, of uh, being in the spotlight and really getting acknowledgement and acclaim for something. Uh, If it's your moon sign, you may feel your emotional self getting kind of fired up and energized really looking at what do I need and how do I go about making that happen and really going after what is necessary for you to feel as if your needs are being met. Um, in a more general sense for everyone, if we just think of it kind of as the weather pattern that's moving through, uh, Mars in Capricorn, is it, it's almost like it puts electricity in the air. It's kind of like we all feel a bit more confident and daring and, and, and excited and ambitious about what it is that we want and going after things. Uh, it can perhaps make us push harder, uh, be more driven. Um, you do want to be a little bit careful with that because Mars can be very aggressive and can um, quickly move from being aggressive and ambitious to steamrolling over people and uh, not taking the needs of the all into account um, but with Mars and Capricorn over the next few weeks, and this isn't going to be a placement that will happen again until 2016, so we really want to kind of take advantage of it. This is a, a really great time for um, 
pushing our strategies forward, for uh, having the competence and endurance and perseverance to really go after we want and directing that energy very carefully. Here we have that Ace of Swords aspect being very focused with that energy. And the more focused we are, the more directed we are, the more successful it will be because it's kind of like all of that energy is getting pushed like a laser beam into a very focused um, spot of making something happen, of bringing something about in the world. Um, this, If you just want to think of it very generally, Mars and Capricorn is the energy of success. So this is a very, very fired up, energized time for being successful, for being recognized for success, as well as for moving things forward in a successful way. Even if they're not completed in the next few weeks, the fact that we're really pushing them forward over the next few weeks means that we're really pushing them towards a successful direction or conclusion if we're being very direct, if we're not backing away from the energy, if we're just persevering and and pushing through and having the stamina to go from start to finish line uh, rather than losing steam or giving up partway through or scattering our energies where we start too many things and then nothing has the fuel it needs to reach the finish line because it was spread too thin. So really pay attention to how you're directing and focusing your energies over the next few weeks being very direct, very, very focused on moving that energy towards the things you really want to see progressing, coming to successful conclusion, accomplishing, and perhaps pulling back the energy from things that aren't necessarily top priority or overly important for you um, ever or at this time, or perhaps have lost their importance in some way. Um, and are no longer important to you. We want to pull that energy away rather than letting it seep, you know, kind of like uh, leaking away into those things just because that's where it's been going and we aren't paying attention. We're just used to that happening. Uh, you want to pull that back because the more we really put that energy into the things that are top priority and that we want to be successful, the more likely they are and the more successful they're likely to be as we move them forward. Uh, but a lot of it is, especially with the Capricorn coming in there, because Mars can be a bit flash in the pan. <laughs> you know, Mars is all about uh, quick and aggressive and fast and fired up, uh, but that can burn out very quickly. Capricorn is much more about methodical and pragmatic and seeing things through and taking things step by step and having organization and structure. So this is a really great time to find the way to organize and structure the energy that we're feeling motivated and fired up about so that we can keep it channeled and keep it in proportion to what is needed so that it's there for the long term rather than letting it burn out and burn up very quickly and then not having what is needed in order to reach the finish line. So really pay attention to that, take advantage of that um, over the next month or so, uh, especially uh, through December 4th, Mars will begin to move out of Capricorn at that point. Um, not that it just like all of a sudden changes and goes away, but this is the most peak time or energized time for doing that. Um, now, before the break, I said that I was also going to pull a card to see how we can best manage or maneuver or navigate through the coming week. And interestingly, the King of Swords reversed 
came up. Reverse just means it came up upside down. Uh, so we start with today, although for me, Sunday is the end of a week. Monday is the beginning of a week. So it's kind of like we're finishing the week with the Ace of Swords, which would indicate ending the week with a, a new sense of awareness, some new insight, a new way of thinking, uh, ready to start coming up with a new plan. And reversing the King of Swords for the coming week really plays into that Mars and Capricorn energy to some extent, because King of Swords can be a little bit too logical, a little bit too controlling. In, in the sense of like micromanaging or every little detail has to be the way that they think it should be or the way that they say it should happen. Reversing this card can indicate that if we can, it's almost like if we can release the control of that fired up energy just a bit. So it's not about just throwing a match into the forest and then letting the forest burn down. But Capricorn steps in there and says, okay, we can maintain structure, but we can organize that structure in such a way that it gives the the fire of motivation and drive room to breathe and grow. So instead of just putting a fire, instead of just lighting a candle and thinking that that candle will be enough to see us through the whole journey, Capricorn says, I can give you a bigger container so that that flame can become something more and drive an engine of progress and success rather than just light the way of progress and success. And it's giving that larger container and room to breathe for the fire to just kind of grow as it does, which is to me what this King of Swords reversed is saying for the coming week is to recognize where we may be too controlling, whether of ourselves or the way we're doing something, where we may be too rigid in the way that we do something. Where it's almost like we're too militaristic in the way that we approach or um, operate in some way uh, or the way that we treat other people. So we want to <laughs> uh, notice our tendencies towards being a control freak once in a while, especially during this week. We also, we may be dealing with people where control issues seem to be heightened in the coming week. Um, people seem to be more controlling, uh, more freakishly militaristic. And one thing the reversal would say, reversals can be back away from. So if we see that happening, we don't necessarily want to try to engage in a fight with, but we want to maybe sidestep around uh, or Notice if we don't have to engage with them to put off doing so until another day, uh, because that will probably maybe another week in this sense, because we're just looking at the week in general. This may not be the best week to engage in issues related to control of things. It may not be the best week to engage in interactions with people who tend to be overly controlling. Uh, it also is not the best week for us to try to be overly in control of other people and how things are going versus giving them that room to breathe and maybe kind of find their own way or do things on their own to some extent. Um, we may not have great, we may not be able to see or experience this sense that we have great mastery over something, that we're in complete control of something. We kind of want this week to say, but that's okay. We can still be in a 
learning and discovery process as long as we keep things on track. So again, it's kind of like that idea of giving it room to breathe. We're allowing it to not have to be all figured out, but we are still making sure that we are keeping it managed and contained enough to continue moving forward rather than to just dissipate or get lost in the woods. So we, Ace of Swords would say that we're coming out of the woods, which in a sense could say that because Mercury retrograde and stuff may have had us just a bit confused or having to refigure some things out or revisit some things that had problems or didn't go the way we thought they would or should. We're now kind of out of the woods in that we're coming more into that clearing, but just because we're coming into the clearing doesn't mean we have to have the whole thing figured out from beginning to end. This is much more, especially with that Mars and Capricorn energy, this is much more about moving things forward and, and, and infusing that energy into things to have the fuel they need to really be able to progress with a general sense of the direction we're going, but we don't have to have the actual end point seen and figured out or have every step of the way completely figured out before we propel things forward. So King of Swords here reversed for this coming week. Go with your gut instinct. Don't overthink things. Don't let your... Don't, don't let the idea of things have to be logical and rational and make complete sense get in the way of what feels like the right way or the right thing to do. Um, I would gravitate more towards people who tend to be uh, more instinct and gut-driven rather than head-driven. Um, people that are planners, <laughs> Uh, may not be the most conducive or the most beneficial for us to be using as a guide or getting advice from uh, because they may be too rigid or locked in the way that they do things. So hopefully that gives you a little bit of insight uh, for the coming week, a little bit of something to think about for the coming week that can um, uh, be at the basis of how you are thinking about the energy, the motivation, the ambition, the drive, the goals, etc. that you're having and that you can use that to... Uh, Keep that energy contained just enough to stay focused towards the goal, the priority, the, the direction that you are wanting while still giving it room to breathe and grow as it moves along so that it is adaptable and you are adapting to what is happening and how things are going. That's King of Swords Reversed says that we're being challenged this week to be more flexible and adaptable rather than have feeling as if we don't know what to do when things aren't going exactly the way we thought they would or should. And having that sense of, okay, I'm just going to relax into this and see what happens, rather than if it's not this way, I'm not doing it, or 
everything's going to collapse and fail if it's not exactly this way versus, well, let's work with this and see what might happen. Put a little of that fiery Mars energy towards it. You might actually find that something unexpected, something surprising can come about that can be very productive, helpful, or successful because we let go of the rigidity and we allowed for that uh, opportunity of surprise and unexpectedness to be a part of the mix rather than trying to overly control it and squeezing the life out of that unexpected surprise aspect. So it does look like we actually have a couple of people that have joined the queue for readings. So I think we'll go ahead and uh, visit with one of them, see who they are and what it is that they might be calling in about. So first I'm going to speak to someone calling from area code 510. Are you there, caller, in area code 510? Yes. Well, hello. Uh, What's your name and where are you calling from? Alex. I'm calling from Emeryville. Alex in Emeryville. Well, thank you very much for calling in. And what is it that you would like for us to look at for you today? Some guidance on a relationship. And this is a, a relationship that currently exists that you're wanting guidance on? Yeah, for a romantic relationship. Sorry for the shuffling sound. (laughs) All right. So... Well, it's interesting, well, it's an interesting combination of cards in a sense. Um, So the first three cards that I pulled, one represents you, one represents the other person, and one represents the relationship between the two of you. Um, You know, for you, the Seven of Pentacles reversed came up, uh, and again, reversed just means it's upside down. And... Seven of Pentacles reversed can indicate, uh, one thing it can indicate is either we are reaching a point of impatience with something, we may feel as if we have been waiting long enough for it to materialize into something, for it to progress, for it to change in some way, but we're starting to lose that patience. Um, and I and, and along with that, Seven of Pentacles reversed sometimes can be a feeling that we're not reaping what we've sown. So Seven of Pentacles reversed would say, I feel like what I have invested in this relationship, I'm not necessarily seeing the fruits of my labors coming about from that in the growth and development of the relationship, which would lead to the impatience. Um, also, Seven of Pentacles reversed would say, we don't necessarily want to be in there for too much longer if that's the case, because you're going to start draining your resources or feeling as if it's not really worth it. And we don't want to get to a point where we feel that way and then start acting out towards the people in the world around us as a result of that feeling or resentment. For the other person, we have the reversed moon card. And, you know, one thing that the reversal of that card can indicate is what you see is what you get. So the moon upright can be about there's 
layers and aspects that are kind of hidden in the shadows left for us to discover. The reversal of the moon card says there's nothing left to uncover here. So if we keep hoping, waiting for, or looking for some other layer, some other aspect, some other um, characteristic to come through, the reversed moon card would say, well, we may have to just go with what we see because that may be all there is, which will go back to the impatience, which says investing more in this isn't going to be really worth a lot because there's not a lot more to uncover or be rewarded from. So you could say, well, what I see, that's enough. I was just curious whether there was going to be something more, and that would be okay. But you may also be feeling as if I was hoping there is something more or I was anticipating there may be another level or some other aspect that would come through that would make this seem more right or feel more worth it in some way. And if that's the case, then this may be saying that we don't want to necessarily invest for very much longer or very much more into this because there's not really much more to get from that because that person just simply is who they are without other layers there. The the other thing that can be concerning with the reverse moon card can be um, issues regarding emotional uh, instabilities or things like depression and things like that. So I would also be concerned that this other person may have some issues around those kind of things that they haven't completely dealt with or that tend to come up and really can create difficulty in relationship situations because they may not have done the work to know how to best navigate through those periods and then that negatively impacts other people that they are involved with in their life. Um, the card for the relationship is the magician. But in some ways, here with this combination, it's almost like saying, if we really wanted to see this relationship become something more, we may need some sort of a magic pill <laughs> or, a, or a magic potion for that to happen. Um, and instead of relying on magic, there's more a sense that, especially with the other person to some extent, that it's not about some magic pill or potion that's going to make this work. It's about the people in the relationship being willing to do the work themselves, especially on themselves, that they need to for the relationship to be able to thrive and grow. Um, I, you know, as I pulled cards looking forward, we have things like um, the reversed Page of Pentacles, the reversed Ace of Pentacles, the reversed Ten of Wands. There's a sense all of these pentacles cards, like your card was the seven of pentacles, all of these pentacles cards being reversed, there's just a sense that you may not feel as if you're getting from it what you're investing in it. And it may not be worth it to continue investing for too much longer because that ten of wands reversed would then say it's probably going to burn itself out or it's going to collapse under the weight of it. And here we would just perhaps see the weight of people not having dealt with their own issues, which they then bring that baggage into a relationship, which creates too much weight for a relationship to endure, and then the relationship itself collapses under the weight of that. So, having said all of that, did that make sense? Do you have any questions about any of that? That, that, that makes complete sense. It seems very accurate. Uh, and do you... 
do you feel as if you've kind of invested as much as you have to offer and it may not be worth putting much more into it? Or were you thinking you were going to try and put more into it at this point? Well, that's, that's the concern I have, that um, uh, it seemed like it was a very good investment. And um, the other person has had some emotional issues lately that I think has uh, really caused her to shut down. Well, and that's that reversed moon card of that shutdown because she perhaps has not done the work for herself to know how to deal with her own emotional states and she tends to get overwhelmed by them and maybe drowns in however she's feeling, uh, which then causes that kind of pullback. It's kind of like when somebody is in deep depression, they just kind of, you know, crawl into their bed and want to escape from the world kind of thing. Um and and I know it sounds weird to talk about investing, like it's a business relationship or something, but the fact that all these pentacles are here are kind of like saying we need to see it in a similar way. It's like, would I continue investing my money into a retirement account that is constantly showing me that it's losing money? Or would I at some point cut my losses and say it's time for me to invest elsewhere rather than to keep hoping for a turnaround in this? when I've had enough time to see that that doesn't seem to be happening and whoever is managing that doesn't seem to be doing what is necessary to try to turn it around themselves. That, that makes sense. So hopefully that helped a little bit just to give you a little more information to go off of in terms of making your own evaluations and decisions about the situation. Um, it's, it, it, I, I wish it could be more encouraging, but sometimes we need to know that it's not so that we don't just, like with the retirement account, we don't just lose everything because we kept investing in something we held out for hope of change when other people needed to be doing the work to bring about that change. And we don't need to lose everything because they don't seem ready to do that work. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Hopefully that helped. It did. Thank you. Excellent. Well, thank you for calling in and enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Thank you. You too. Thanks. All right. So we do have somebody else waiting in the queue. I think what we'll do is we're going to take a quick little break. Uh, and then when we come back, we're going to go to that person. And this is someone calling from area code 402. So if you're calling from that area code of 402, just be prepared because after this break, we are going to speak with you.
You are listening to LIVE On-Air Readings with your Firefly Willows LIVE hosts on Firefly Willows LIVE. Find out more at fireflywillows.com. Enjoy the show. And welcome back. My name is Heisey Lutmers. I am your host for this month's On-Air Call-In Show. And you have the chance to call in for a reading by either Skyping in from the show page or calling 646-716-5510. I'll just remind you that we have many shows here on Firefly Willows L-I-V-E throughout the month, and you can always find those at blogtalkradio.com slash Live. Or you can find them on iTunes. Just do a quick search for Firefly Willows Live and they will come right up where you can listen, download, or subscribe to them as a podcast. And you can join our mailing list if you'd like to just receive notification of uh, shows when they're coming as to who their guests are, what their topics are, uh, and as well as information about new shows that are coming. We already know that there is one that will be starting in January. Um, There's also discussions for one or two others as well. So if you wanted to keep up with all of that, feel free to join our mailing list at fireflywillows.com slash live. So we're going to go to our next caller. And this is someone calling in from area code 402. Are you there, caller, from area code 402? Yes, I am. Thanks for taking my call. You are welcome. What's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, Sharon, and I'm in Nebraska. Nebraska. All right. Well, thanks for joining the show. What is it that you'd like for us to look at for you today? Well, I was kind of hoping for a general reading. There's so much going on. So uh, what's the day and month of your birth? Um, Saturday, I believe. Well, I mean, date. Oh, okay. <laughs> August 31st. All right. So, August 31st. So, the reason I ask that is because since we're doing a general reading, um, that gives us a sense of your overall year. It gives us uh, both a number and a card for the year. Um, You're in a 10-year. 10 is a number of change and transition. And the uh, card that's associated with that is called the Wheel card. Sometimes it's called Wheel of Fortune. Sometimes it's called Wheel of Change. So this is a year where there will probably be some major changes and transitions. Uh, You want to really think about major changes you've been wanting or planning to do because this is really the year to be putting those in motion. Uh, and when I say year, I mean birthday to birthday. So it started on August 31st and goes through August of next year. That is the year. I see. Um, okay. It can feel like a whirlwind of activity. Uh, we may feel as if everything is starting to spin really fast. Sometimes it can feel as if things are spinning out of control. Uh, can also sometimes during this year things can spin out of control fairly quickly or easily. So the key is to. Um, Really, the key to this year is staying centered and grounded. So you don't want to get caught up in the whirlwind to the point that you lose perspective or feel dizzy and can't make sense of things. When you start to Mm -hmm. feel it's getting that way, you want to come back to center. So it's okay every once in a while to pull back into center. And 
centering and grounding, whatever it is that somebody does for themselves, this is the year to really be diligent about maintaining that practice. So if somebody meditates regularly or goes for a walk regularly or sits by the ocean regularly or takes a bath every other night or whatever it is you may do to kind of center yourself when things feel crazy, that's what mm-hmm. you want to particularly do during this year, especially when it feels as if things are starting to spin too fast or you can't make sense of them. So the crazier things get, the more you want to do that. And if you, it'd be like saying if you normally meditate in the mornings and things are feeling particularly crazy at a particular period of time, then you might want to try doing it both in the morning and the evening. Because sometimes we need to change the way that we do things a bit in order to adapt to and accommodate what's going on in that moment. Uh, may not be permanently that you would do that, but at least in that moment, you may want to do like take an extra walk or do a bath every night instead of every other night. Or, or you may need to do that thing you do at the end of the day instead of the beginning of the day because it helps you to reground and, and come back from all of the stress and activity of the day. Um, but the key thing is really that it's about change, uh, allowing change to happen rather than trying to stop it or slow it down, and putting change into motion um, that you have especially been considering. And the wheel card tends to be a little more physical or external oriented. So it can be making changes like making a move, changing jobs, making a change in our um, physical regimen, uh, like making a change in diet or making a change in uh, something that affects our physical uh, body or physical health and well-being. This is the year for those things to change as well as when we might be seeing changes in those areas and we need to be willing to adapt accordingly rather than ignore or not be willing to make some changes as a result of those things that are happening. Um, it is a, a lucky year to some extent because the wheel tends to be associated with the planet of Jupiter. So it asks us to be willing to go bigger, to go beyond the scope of what we have normally operated within. It also says take a chance or take a risk, take a gamble because it's likely to pay off in some way. So if we're presented with an opportunity uh, like that, this is a year to be doing that. Um, I I also have some cards pulled here more specifically, but before I go to those, is there any questions about the the overall year that I just talked about with the number and the card? No, no. Okay. Um, so the first card that came up uh, for right now, because we're going to start by just saying, okay, where are we at right now? Um, the Four of Wands reverse. Uh, when that card is reversed, like traditionally, Four of Wands represented marriage and the celebration of marriage, the marriage ceremony itself, actually. Um, and when it reverses, like it could indicate divorce, but that can also, it doesn't have to be literal divorce in the sense of like a, an actual relationship. It could also mean that it's time for us to divorce ourselves from someone or something. Um, because it's draining our energy. Four of Wands is like participation where everybody is equally, or at least proportionally, participating in something towards a common vision. And when it's reversed, it says either we're putting all of the energy in and somebody else is benefiting, 
or that it, we're not really motivated to participate in something, so we're just kind of being dragged along with it. And the reversal says it's now time for us to separate from that uh, rather than to continue to put energy into it or just to be dragged along by it. Um, it's also a card that represents things like gatherings, like parties, celebrations, family reunions, weddings, etc. And the reversal of it encourages you to perhaps reconsider attending one of those, at least for right now, if there's one on the horizon. Because like Four of Wands reverse is saying, we may not, it may be best for us not to go to the family reunion because we know there's always drama. We know who's going to be there. There's no reason for us to be subjected to that. <laughs> um, right. So pay attention to some of those kind of gatherings and situations because it may actually be better not to be there than to be there and hope for the best and then get caught up in the drama just because you ended up being there. Uh, and then Four of Pentacles is reversed as well. And the fact that Four of Pentacles is reversed probably also seems to indicate that there's either that it's time for some sort of change in our physical environment or situation, whether that's a move in terms of where we live or a job change or something like that. But four of pentacles reversed can indicate that we're no longer on stable ground or this is no longer the foundation that can support what we're trying to do or how we're trying to grow or what we're trying to create. And opening it up a bit more rather than holding on to it too tightly is going to be far more beneficial for us. So four of pentacles is a card of the miser, which is holding on too tightly. And the reversal says we need to be a bit more open, a bit more welcoming, or allow something new to come in rather than just holding on to the way things have been, thinking that that's going to be enough or that at some point it will sort itself out if I just hold on tight enough. So again, it just is reiterating that idea of something needs to give, something needs to change, something needs to shift because that's kind of the overall energy for this year. The harder we hold on, the more we're going to find that things don't work out or we feel as if we're sinking, the more that we open up or allow for other things to come in or be a part of the mix or to shift and to change, the more we're going to find that things actually seem to get better or make progress or are more successful for us. Um, and especially looking forward you know, in the short term, we have the Knight of Swords. Uh, short term for me is the next one to three months. So it can be saying what's coming next, what's the next step or the next course of action. And Knight of Swords can indicate that there may be some sort of a fight or conflict that is on the horizon that we need to be prepared for. But on the one hand, it's nice that the Knight of Swords is a card that represents speed. Things can happen quickly or, or, or move forward quickly. So we may be able to move in and out of or move past that conflict or situation relatively quickly. Um, some of it may be mitigated by the fact that if we don't go to gatherings or places where the source of the conflict is likely to be, we may actually be able to avoid having to deal with it altogether or we may be able to minimize it because if we're not there, then we're not in the direct line of fire. Um, and uh, Knight of Swords, also Knight of Swords is another card that's about movement forward and that kind of thing. So there's a lot here that seems to be you're at a point right now 
where it's time for some sort of a move or some sort of a forward progression rather than staying put or not doing anything to bring about the wheels of change starting to be set in motion. Um, the fact that it's Knight of Swords could indicate that, the, well, Swords is a suit that represents winter, so the winter seems to be more indicated for when that's going to be the best time. Um, it could be the next air sign, so the next air sign could just went into Scorpio. The next air sign would be Aquarius, which is end of January and into February. Um, that can also be when we may see uh, that particular conflict or something arise. But also I would pay attention to what happened during Libra just in the past month, because it probably is something that was either triggered by or will be related to that. And if we have until end of January, February for it to, to come back around, we may be able to use that time to lessen the impact of it or to deal with the things that would cause or allow it to come back up or to become a conflict again. Um, so really look, in some ways, look backward a little bit to say what just happened that could potentially either be an ongoing conflict or could come back up as a uh, problematic situation and use this time between now and the end of January to deal with some of the issues or details around that so that we may be able to lessen or completely uh, eliminate its ability or reason for coming back around. Um, and then we end with the reversed Hierophant card. Hierophant just means high priest. And again, you know, that's a card, when that reverses, it says it's time for the structure, for the way things have been organized, for the way things have been, the traditional way of things, to change, to be revolutionized. You know, reversing that card is about throwing out the old order or way and allowing for a new order to come in. Sometimes it can be a little bit about anarchy and chaos, but that's just because we're throwing out the old without knowing exactly what the new will look like. We just know we can't stay in the old any longer. And it's time for something new and different, and we need to just start making that happen, even if we don't know what it will be or look like exactly just yet. But we need to start that process rather than wait until it's all figured out before then trying to make the change. So it's time to really challenge yourself. And, and some of the, sometimes the Hierophant card is about turning away from institutions that we have been dealing with or living in or working with because they no longer have something to offer or serve us. So whether this is a medical institution, an academic institution, a religious institution, can also be things like a therapist or something like that that we've been working with. The Knight of Swords followed by the reversed Hierophant card would say that that's probably moving into more of a combative or difficult relationship and isn't going to serve your needs any longer. And it's time to let go of and move away from that rather than to try to fit into or continue to make it work in some way. It's like if somebody has shifted in their beliefs and they've been a staunch member of the Catholic Church all of their life, this would indicate it's time to recognize that maybe I need to move away from the Catholic Church rather than thinking that I can somehow still be a part of this organization that doesn't reflect who I am or how I've grown or what I now believe. Um, instead of trying to work from the inside, thinking, well, maybe I need to stay there to change it, this says it's time for me to go out and find another community, find another organization, find another institution that is more in line with what I need 
and where I'm at in my life rather than trying to get an institution to change or trying to change from within an institution to how I think it can progress or evolve. So did that hopefully make some sense? Any questions about any of that? Um, well, I've just got so many enemies <laughs> in my area where I live and in the medical Definitely well, not the church. It would be the other way. Well, that, that's fine. I mean, the, the Hero Car can represent medical institutions. And so this would say that we, we need some new institution or we just need some completely new uh, approach or um, treatment or we need right. to be working with completely new doctors or in a completely new institution rather than thinking that where we're at or who we're working with is going to somehow uh, change or we can bring them around to seeing what we need and being willing to do that. Uh, that Four of Wands reverse says it's time to divorce ourselves from. The reverse Hierophant card says it's time for us to be out from. Uh, you know, one thing I would say with a lot of this is that it may be time to stop... Uh, fighting so hard to get the traditional medical establishment to understand or treat you in the way that you need and instead to turn to something that is slightly more radical or alternative. So traditional Western medical approach may not actually be what is best for you and may actually be more harmful for you or your physical situation or your health and well-being overall at this point and there needs to perhaps be a more outside-the-box alternative approach or institution that you can start working with that would be more beneficial for you. Yeah, I've thought about that a lot. Um, well, and, and I so, have uh, also sick family, you know. Well, and some, some of that says, so if you've been thinking about it, if we go back to that wheel card and that number 10, it mm -hmm. says, this is the year to set that wheel in motion for bringing about those changes that you have been considering or thinking about. Right. To start the process of researching that, to start the process of, of you know, um, talking to people in those institutions or signing up for something or whatever it is. But it, this is the year to really spin that wheel. And the, the Jupiter aspect says that by doing so, you, you may find you get a lucky break. Or you may find that you just very are very lucky in some way. It's like you reach out to some place and they have to say, oh, we just happen to have three new spots open up for people to be treated, you know, kind of thing. But it's because right. you took the initiative to set the wheel in motion, but then the wheel of change begins to take on its own momentum as a result of you having started the process. Right. So we can't well, wait for it to yeah, I, I I totally understand, and you know everything around here is kind of upside down. So I guess it doesn't surprise me, but I need to get things right again. It's gonna take a few miracles. Sorry about that. Are you there still? <laughs> there's yeah. A, there's a, oh, well, Blog Talk's having some 
little connection issues and sometimes it drops out and then connects back in. So sorry about that. Um, But all I was going to say was instead of waiting for change to happen to you or for you or to come to you, you have to set it in motion. But the fact that you just set it in motion means that it can now start to pick up its own speed and start to happen. You'll probably feel lucky or feel like there's greater reward than what you thought there would be just because of the little push you gave for it to begin happening. Right. Right. Well, I appreciate your time. Thank you. You're welcome. And that Knight of Swords especially is about getting out there and fight for what you want or fight for what you believe in, but also about moving forward. So it says the next one to three months especially are extremely critical for getting out there and doing that and putting that in motion. So start spinning that wheel over the next couple of months rather than waiting further into 2015 to think about doing it. Right. Okay. We want to see it. Right, we want then. to see. We want to see you having started it by the end of this year. I guess would be an easy way to say that. Yeah. It won't be. It won't be overnight results. But the fact that you get it set in motion at the end of this year, that means 2015 especially has a lot to offer, and you'll see a lot of things starting to shift and change as a result of setting that in motion by the end of this year. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks for calling in, and enjoy the rest of your uh-huh. Sunday. All right, thank you. Bye. Sure. All right. So let's see. I think that we have someone else waiting in the queue. And this is someone who is calling from area code 617. Are you there, caller from area code 617? Hello, area code 617. (laughs) Are you out there, 617? Well, perhaps they were affected by the connection issues that Blog Talk had just a couple of minutes ago. Uh, So I will give them a chance if they would like to try to call back in. If they're still listening, please do so. And while we are waiting for that, we will take a little break and come back and hopefully... Uh, area code 617 will have called back in. And if anybody else has been considering getting a reading, feel free to go ahead and call in or Skype in to get a, into the queue, and we will get to you as well. I keep going to the river to pray Because I need something that can wash out the pain And I'm bored, I'm sleeping all these demons away But your goal the ghost that awakens me away My friends, had you figured out? Yeah, that's all I can say to you
At Firefly Willows L-I-V-E, we're working hard to be your trusted source for fun, enlightening, and heart-centered information and community. And we're passionate about the art of transformative media, the new leading edge of communication in our highly connected, media-rich world. If you're passionate about facilitating change and you have gifts or ideas you'd like to share, come join us, host a show, or be a guest, or connect us to an amazing speaker or teacher whose message is too good to miss. There's always room for courageous, knowledgeable changemakers, inspired artists, and new ideas. Let us know you're interested. Send an email to info at fireflywillows.com. We're Firefly Willows, L-I-V-E, helping you find and shine your inner light. And I'm High C, and you are back with our monthly on-air call-in show where you have a chance to receive a reading live on the air. If you'd like to get into the queue, you can do so by Skyping in or calling 646-716-5510. I'm also available for private sessions. If you'd like more information about that, you can visit my website at tarotbyhighc.net. You can email me if you have questions about that. HiC at tarotbyhighc.net is the email address. And I'm happy to do sessions in person if you're in the San Francisco Bay Area, as well as by FaceTime, Skype, or phone if you are not. Uh, all, of those, all of those methods work just as effectively. I often get that question. Uh, so there is no one else in the queue at the moment. And I thought since we're coming up on Halloween... Uh, This is often a time that is considered when the veil is thinnest and the spirit realms have easiest access to us on this plane. So there is a deck called the Konsari cards, K-O-N-X-A-R-I. And I thought we might just use those, have a little Halloween fun. Um, They're designed specifically to connect with and communicate with ghosts, spirits, etc., um, you can use them if you're doing a seance. You can use them if you think someplace is haunted as a way to connect with and see what may be haunting there uh, and find out what they need and that kind of thing. So I thought we'd just have a little fun. We'll pull some cards and just see who might want to come through. Um, now, this is my belief doing this for whoever is listening. Whenever you hear this, this is perhaps someone that is coming through for you in some way. And Therefore, it's not so much about we're going to just hear um, your, you know, your particular, well, it could be your, say, dead grandfather, but it could also be someone else's dead grandfather as well coming through. Because my thought with this is that they are kind of all sitting in the same room and making sure that the message comes through. So if it's your grandfather and somebody else's grandfather and somebody else's grandmother and somebody else's sister that are all dead, they're all sitting in the same room, making sure that they all have the same message to pass on to their loved ones. So they're all collaborating on that message to make sure that all of you are hearing that at the same time. So it's like they're writing a collaborative letter. Uh, So let us see. And we're just going to do this very simply. So the first card that we're going to pull is going to be asking who. So this is going to give us a sense of who, which will give us an indication of how to identify the one or more people that may be sending through this particular message at this time. So, oh, how funny. (laughs) Uh, 
So who says uh, the card is called graveyard? So one thing that this would say is um, who you need to connect with or who you need to hear a message from is going to be found by actually visiting a graveyard. So this is somebody that is probably uh, access to where they have been laid to rest, as is often said, uh, is probably key to who it is. So if you had an uncle that lived in Indonesia, <laughs> then that may not be who this is, but someone who is in proximity of some sort, uh, who is someone that you could visit in the sense of a place. Now, whether they are buried in the ground or they were cremated and you have access to where the ashes are kept or that kind of thing, um, that is, uh, or someplace else that somebody was buried, let us just say, um, that seems to be an indication. So who is wanting to come through is someone who is probably either in proximity uh, to you in terms of you could physically visit where they, the remembrance of them lies. Um, could also be somebody that you have recently had pass because there's a sense that the, the graveyard is still fresh. So it's somebody that we would associate with the graveyard like we just went to their funeral last month kind of thing. So our next position, so we had our who, with the graveyard, and now we're going to look at what, which means what are they trying to tell us? What is it that they have to pass on for us? And the card that came up is called Honor. So, and the the image that's on the card is like um, uh, um, a suit of armor. So, with this being what are they trying to tell us in terms of honor, one thing it could be saying is that they are asking us to do something at this time to honor them. So if there is someone who has recently passed, they are asking us to do something to honor them at this time because maybe that's going to help in their transition. Maybe that's going to help you in the sense of moving forward to not try to avoid it, but to actually honor it. Um, it's, it, it, it also may say that they died honorably. So if we have been questioning whether something was <laughs> futile or um, we have a regret about something, then there is a need to um what to not look at it with such regret and remorse but instead to honor ourselves by doing what is necessary based on what it is that we learned from it um so i think on two levels they're trying to tell us one do something to honor them at this time because that is a part of what they need as well as a part of what you may need. It's probably somebody who may have recently passed or that we have just been unable to stop thinking about it this time um, with that graveyard card. 
and to also honor yourself in doing what you know to be right and to be best rather than just trying to do something to please them even though they're not around or to live up to something that is not true to who you are. So the next position is where. <laughs> so we had who, the graveyard card. We had what, what are they trying to tell us, which is the honor card. And now we have where. Now I'm going to tell you the name of this card, and I don't want anybody out there to suddenly freak out because of the name of this card and who they may be thinking of. <laughs> so... The where card is actually a card called demon. Now, don't immediately start thinking that obviously that means this person is in hell and oh, dear, 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 dear. It just represents this idea that um, there's something negative that is impacting, A, perhaps their transition and their journey, B, it could be our own inner demons that we're allowing to continue to define us or to overwhelm us when we think about that person or the situation or things left unsaid or things left undone. Um, so we want to go to where our demons lie and work there, deal with something there, do something about that in order to help facilitate both those who are on the other side as well as ourselves, the ability to heal, to move forward, and to move on. The more we feed or give power over to our demons, the more they, the stronger they become and the more overwhelming they become and the more difficult it becomes for us to be able to move forward. So the, the, the source of feeling stuck because in some ways we also do this oftentimes to just receive messages from our ancestors that we need to hear to help us in our life. Um, the, the place where we feel most stuck uh, or most angry or most hindered, that's look to the demons that are causing that or feeding that because that's what we need to be working on or dealing with at this time in order to remove those obstacles to remove those impedances, to remove those challenges that are getting in the way of us being able to um, move forward or move on. So our next card is in the position of when. And this could tell us when something did happen. This could tell us when something is happening or is going to happen. Um, here, the card that came up for when is the moon. And it's interesting that we just had our new moon with a lunar eclipse. So that could tell us that uh, really pay attention to someone we thought about over the past few days, um, that something about what we need to do or who we need to honor or something like that, um, that has come up or really shown itself in the past few days. Uh, Thursday was the new moon with the lunar eclipse, so especially around Thursday. Um, that would be very key uh, as to either who we need to honor at this time 
because we may be thinking, oh, it, it, you know, I always honor my dad at this time. And it's like, yeah, but all I've been thinking about lately is my dead aunt. And it's like, okay, if that's who's been coming up at this time, then maybe that's who we need to uh, honor at this particular moment. Um, you can do something that you might normally do for your father at some other time uh, or whoever it would be. Uh, but the the moon card, you know, is... I would also pay attention because it would say if there are questions about when something happened. So the moon card re reminds us that things happen in natural cycles. Everything is cyclical. So if we've been questioning, why did this happen? You know, or why did it happen at that time? Uh, it's a part of the natural cycle of things, even if that natural cycle isn't convenient for us. Uh, if there are questions about when something happened, or when to do something, this would say that it happened around a particular moon. Um, so I would say to probably look either at a new moon uh, date, a full moon date, um, that may be far more relevant to uh, timing for when something happened or when we need to do something uh, than the in-between times. Um, so... The nice thing is we've come out of a, a, an eclipse phase because we had two of them uh, and we've just entered into a new phase. So the moon card could say that when we, we've entered into a new cycle of things, so now is the time to do something uh, rather than to wait until the next cycle. Um, so if there's been something you've been thinking of doing to perhaps honor someone who has died, this would say to do it during this particular moon cycle rather than to put it off or wait or think there is a reason to do it at some other time. Uh, now would be better. So the next position that we come to, we've had our who, our where, <laughs> our well, our who, our what, our where, our when. Um, the next one is why. And, and this is asking us, why are we hearing this message at this time? Um, why something happened? Why they are coming through uh, at this particular time? If somebody has been on your mind in particular who is on the other side, this would say, you know, why have they been on my mind so much lately? What is it that I'm needing to get from them? Why are they trying to contact me? Uh, and the card that came up is prophecy. So they are, pay attention to who has been on your mind lately or who you feel like you've been getting signs or messages from lately because prophecy would say what they're trying to, it's almost, whether they're trying to warn you that something is coming to be prepared, to be more cautious, or just to make you aware because there is something that is right around the corner with that moon card being there. Pay attention because something about the person and something related to them or the signs they're showing you, don't just write them off because those are actually some sort of prophecy they're which would indicate something future related so they're not it's not so much about what happened in the past it's more about something is coming something is happening or something you need to be aware of in the near future 
especially with that moon card, because to me that would be more of the near future. Um, and if we think of the moon, if we just pass the new moon, then I would pay attention to the full moon, which would be approximately, let's see, uh, the full moon will be towards the end of, not this week, but the next week, so around Thursday, Friday-ish, November, what is that, November 6th, 7th time frame there's something that may be coming that we need to be particularly aware of or careful about on those particular days, and they're trying to give you information, messages, or signs. Um, if you're not listening to this when it first aired, then pay attention to the next moon cycle, uh, especially the full moon, because this would be saying it's So even if you're not listening to this during the the live airing, um, pay attention again to who you've been thinking about, et cetera, the signs that you seem to be getting. Um, don't just write them off as coincidence or weird. Really pay attention and also probably is prophesying something or pointing to something that's coming probably around the next full moon. So you'd want to look and see when the next full moon is. Um, so since it seems to indicate something that's coming in the future, our next position is how. Uh, sometimes that can be how something happened, but here it probably is more about how something will happen. Uh, and the card that comes up is called thermal. Now, thermal obviously makes us think of heat, so there's a sense that perhaps something is going to be heating up, something is perhaps going to be um, overheating, uh, is going to boil over, is going to get too hot, uh, so you would want to pay attention um, that especially even just in that sense of um, fluctuations in temperature, especially like quick or extreme fluctuations in temperature, uh, that seems to be something that maybe we want to pay attention to. So it could be that if we are ill and there's a sudden spike in a fever, pay attention to that. This is trying to tell you that can be dangerous, so don't just uh, think you can ignore it or go to work and hopefully the over-the-counter medicine will just be enough to help you or whatever. Really get serious about it. Go to the doctor. Uh, pay attention to things that have sudden spikes in temperature or just fluctuations in temperature. It's like if you go in to take a shower one day and normally when you turn on the hot water, it's hot, but today it seems like it won't get very hot no matter how much you turn it up. Uh, that would immediately tell you to make sure you go and have the pipes checked very quickly because it may be that there's a pipe leaking that could become very bad very quickly if the hot water is now no longer flowing the way that it should. Um, so just pay attention, especially over the next couple of weeks, but towards the end of next week, not this coming week, but the next week especially, because things may heat up at that time. Things may um, get overly exacerbated. And whether that's a conflict that heats up and, and has the potential to just explode, uh, whether that's something really starts to pick up steam and starts to really happen. If you are someplace and you feel a sudden fluctuation in temperature over the next couple of weeks, pay attention because that's that's someone on the other side trying to get your attention to say there's something happening here you need to pay attention to or is a clear sign or is a message that needs to be coming through that you need to be getting at that moment that's going to be very relevant or helpful. Uh, so the next position that we are going to look at is called the problem. And in some ways, that could tell us 
is there a problem for the other side in terms of their own journey and transition that we need to help them with? Is there a problem that perhaps we are dealing with that they are trying to help us find a way through? Um, and the card that came up is bridge. So the nice thing with that card is it says there is a way to bridge this gap where the problem lies or where the source of the problem is coming from. Um, so it gives us that sense or that ability to be able to make that um, connection, to move from one side to the other. Um, it may be indicating that if there is a problem or a conflict that's been ongoing, uh, let's say that there's been a rift in the family as a result of someone's death, now is it's going to be heating up over the next couple of weeks. Now is the time for us to try to find a way to bridge that conflict, bring people back together. How is it that we can come back to a, a place of connection rather than everybody being on their own sides and there's a, a large gulf in between of anger, of resentment, etc. Um, so the opportunity to bridge is probably coming in the next couple of weeks. The means by which we could bridge something is probably The means by which we can bridge the situation is probably going to come about or present itself in the next couple of weeks. So we really want to uh, pay attention to that and take advantage of that. Um, the final card is the solution, which is nice. <laughs> um, and the card that came up is called memory. And memory you know, it's asking us to look back. Perhaps it says we've gotten so caught up in this conflict that we have forgotten about all of the good times and happy times that we have had. Uh, maybe it's time to come back to some of those memories in order to help uh, dissipate the, the negative aspects that have really come to the fore. Um, it also may say that there is something in the past that we can remember. It's like how did we or someone else that we know deal with or work through this kind of situation or conflict before that we could use as a guiding uh, way, as, as a template for how we may be able to deal with or move through what is going on right now. So it's in our memory. There is something there from the past that we can draw from. Uh, and and part of it is you know probably about forgiving and forgetting. How much are we holding on to and not allowing ourselves to release versus, you know, saying I'm, I may forgive, but I'm never going to forget. That's not going to really create the bridge we were talking about. So the, the, either something from the past in the next couple of weeks is probably going to reveal itself and be a key to how to bridge from where we are to where we want to be or needs to be or what needs to be done. Um, and two, we can probably look to the past or remember a previous situation that will inform or help us to find a way to move past what's going on in the present or to be that that, that bridge, that memory is like the bridge that is able to move us from this side to the other side of whatever the situation is. So 
hopefully, and you probably heard a couple of little dropouts there, although that's probably not uncommon whenever we're dealing with people or entities from the other side, they can affect the electromagnetic aspects of things quite often. So sorry about the little drop off there. Um, but don't blame me, blame them. <laughs> Uh, so hopefully this has made sense. Hopefully this has helped in some way. Really, it's just saying pay attention to the signs. Pay attention to who you've been thinking about and can't stop thinking about or if things have come up where you've suddenly just been going through a drawer and suddenly keep coming across something from somebody uh, recently because that's who's trying to come through. They're trying to perhaps bring a message saying that there is a conflict, a difficulty. That demon card could just say, you know, a a challenging or negative situation that is uh, happening or getting ready to happen that you need to be aware of or cautious about. Probably within the next couple of weeks, I would say it would come to its head probably towards the end of, not next week, but the following week around November 6th, 7th, and that things can heat up very quickly, meaning get out of control very quickly. Uh, pay attention to fluctuations in temperature because something around that is probably more uh, immediate in terms of our needing our attention or is in immediate danger of becoming something worse, uh, whether that's a fever or a pot on the stove. Um, but you want to really pay attention to that. And that the key at this point is to look to the past or have a memory and remember how I dealt with or bridged this previously, because that's going to be key to how to move through this or beyond this at this time. So hopefully you found that a little bit interesting. Uh, hopefully it might have had some relevance to you in some way. Um, certainly it's asking you to honor someone that is freshly in the grave or that is go to a graveyard for someone that you have access to because that's probably who is trying to reach out to you at this time and has some sort of a message for you in some way. Take advantage of this time to do that Um and this is the best time of year to be visiting graveyards. And um, you will probably be able to connect with who and what you need at this time if you are honoring them, calling out to you, and and doing something to honor them in some way. Um, so that will bring us to the close of our show. Hopefully you've enjoyed this. And we're here every month with uh, on the fourth Sundays with our all-call-in show where you can receive readings. And I would encourage you to check out the other shows as well throughout the month on Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. My name is Hi C. Lutmers, and I am happy to hear from you, whether through email, HiC at Tarot by HiC.net, or on Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash tarothighc or for my shows, Revolution with High C or the, the Amethyst Oracle. And of course, check out the other shows in the archives here on blogtalkradio.com slash live or on iTunes. And we will look forward to having you join us next time. Uh, the next show to air will be Healing Conversations with Mildred Lynn McDonald, and that will be next Sunday at 10.30 a.m. So until then, have a spooky Halloween and perhaps go and visit a graveyard in the dark of night on Halloween to connect with who is wanting to connect and communicate with you and to receive that information that you may 
really be needing at this time and especially in the following week. So until then, farewell. Thank you for joining us on today's Firefly Willows L-I-V-E on-air readings broadcast. If you would like to receive a personal reading from one of our hosts, you may contact them by visiting fireflywillows.com slash live slash hosts. Thank you for joining us. This program was brought to you by Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. We hope you enjoyed the show. This is Deb Caracella. Please join us next time on Firefly Willows L-I-V-E for Healing Conversations with Mildred Lynn McDonald, Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. Thank you.